Welcome in to the Hump Day Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. We've got some stuff to talk about that came up yesterday, so we'll do that. Let's look at the sky first today, and then I'm going to tell you about the selection of uh, Kamala Harris as vice president candidate by Joe Biden. Took a look at the chart of the announcement time as best I could tell, and there are some interesting points of note. So we'll get to that here in just a second. Let's talk about today. First of all, the moon moves into Gemini, 8.45 this morning. So if you are going to be feeling chatty, the good part about that is Mercury and the sun are headed toward a conjunction next week. So Mercury and the sun five degrees apart today in Leo, moon moving into Gemini, you remember, I think it was on Monday where I was saying count five, four, three. It was a count to five day. Today is a blurted out there day. I mean, with obvious constraints, we don't have Jupiter at the table. So it's not one of those you can't mess up. You can, but I think you pretty well could let your words go where your heart is sending them and they would be okay today. I know we don't get to mention this every day, but there is a void of course today. Until 8.45, of course, all the times here are Eastern, so there is that uh, void, of course, from 2.54 a.m. to 8.45 a.m. Should be clear to go for the and good for the day. Now, you folks listening in Europe, you've got that to deal with because that's kind of right in the middle of your workday. Neptune is in a 150-degree aspect to the sun. It's called a quincunx. So there could be a little bit of just fogginess in the interpretive part today. You know, if you don't get the answers, obviously you can always go inside. But if the pipeline is a little closed off, or as my buddy Hemet would say, if the home office is not answering your call, <laughs> keep dialing. <laughs> It'll be over. The sun will move off of it in about two days. It'll be with us today and tomorrow. Today's the exact conjunction That happens right after the moon moves into Gemini. It will take place at 9.32 a.m. Now, let's take a look at an interesting chart here, because yesterday, one of the biggest news headlines that came out uh, outside of college football basically being trashed is the announcement that Joe Biden picked Kamala Harris to be his running mate. Now, I would say that it would be rare the person listening to this who is not in some way leaning in... (laughs) (laughs) because you're on one side of that outcome or the other. So look, I'm just going to be the reporter, and I'm going to report the news. I'm not going to interpret the news. I'm just going to report the news. So just keep that in mind. I'm not picking sides here. I'm not leaning one way or the other. I'm just representing what the chart says. Now, in astrology, every point of origin is considered a birth time. So the question is, when was this announcement first made? I went back on my news app, and it looked like it was around 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, this gets a little tricky because things move around, and this is why knowing your birth time is so important. But I backed up from that and just decided, you know, let's call it noon uh, Eastern Time, noon in Washington, D.C. So I set the chart to Washington, D.C., and let's call it noon. Now, If that was the time, and I don't know that that's a good birth time, this would change the houses if we altered the time, especially up to two hours. But one of the things 
for all of us right now in any kind of electional astrology, so when we're fixing a time to something, is you're dealing with a square between Mars and Capricorn, and that's going to be for the rest of the year. It's not going to go away. And in fact, when all this action moves into Taurus and Aquarius, Mars will still dance with the party for a couple of weeks until it pulls on out. So really, we're talking about a dynamic that is present in all of our lives until mid to late January of 2021. Now, if you think about the construction of a chart, you've got a circle, and then you've got 12 pieces of pie in the circle. Now, the problem is, is that these two pieces of pie are 90 degrees apart from each other. So as we start to move them around or spin the, spin the pie around so that we try to position them as best possible, uh, you've got to be careful because you want to put Mars in Aries and the stellium of Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn in Capricorn in the best possible configuration. And when you're dealing with electional astrology, you have two malefic planets. This is all Hellenistic stuff. This goes back to before Christ type astrology. And it was very prominent up until the mid Middle Ages when the Catholic Church almost wiped it out. But um, it's been revived in the last 50 to 75 years, and people like Chris Brennan and the Astrology Podcast and a lot of people like that have brought this back. So you're looking at particularly one of the things that jumps out is where is Mars, where is Saturn, where is Jupiter, and where is Venus? So the answer to that question in this chart, if noon is, the, uh, if, if noon is an official announced time, then what we have is Mars in Aries in the seventh house, and we have the big three stellium in Capricorn in the fourth house. Okay, what do those mean? Fourth house is all about the home. What are we, what's the prize of this contest? It's a house. <laughs> you get to live in a house for four years, rent-free. Well, you got Saturn and Pluto in there. What about the seventh house? Well, that's relationship and partnership. So you have today Mars is within two degrees of the uh, outer planet Eris. And Eris is about discord. Mars is obviously about discord. It's just Eris is kind of ramps it up. So you've got two discord bodies within two degrees, sitting in the house of relationship and partnership. And also Chiron is in Aries now as well. Now, one other aspect or element to this is when you position something in electional astrology, you don't want to put this kind of energy in the what's called the angular houses. So that's house number one, four, seven, and ten. And, of course, you've got a direct hit here. So what would else would change this? Well, one is the actual announcement time. So if we move it forward, I would say we don't go backward because we're already about, I don't know, two hours back from when the very first breaking news hits started to appear. So it might be a little later. And if we did that, then Mars in Aries moves into the sixth house. That's health and also a job. Yeah, J-O-B, it's like your job, what you do Monday through Friday. And then the big three stellium moves into the third house of basically communication, learning, knowledge, and short-term travel. 
that would be an okay place to put the big three stellium, but you don't want Mars and Eris in your job house. And if we move forward another hour, which would really put it on the cusp to 2 p.m., that's not enough time to move anything. Having been in the news business, I'm really probably not comfortable affixing a birth time to something prior to uh, noon because it would have gotten out. It would have been on the broadcast on the Flash News sites. So I think we're dealing with something that happened between noon and 2 p.m. So you've either got the seventh house, fourth house, which would be the less favorable of the two, or you have the sixth house, third house, which would be... um, you know, again, if you were wanting to get a job, you wouldn't want Mars and Eris in your sixth house. Where would this have been better positioned? Actually, the better position for this ticket would have been something earlier in the day when Mars was in the twelfth house and the stellium was in the ninth house, because those don't really apply to the to the business at hand. And that would have tucked them away, and this is what you do in electoral, electional astrology. And uh, yeah, there. Yeah, no. That those would be actually. That's the only position that you would want to do something would be with Mars in twelve and the stellium in nine, presidentially related, because those two just don't apply as much as every other house has some kind of an application. And I saw something the other day that uh, X percent, and it was a large percent, like forty-five percent of the people don't think that Biden will finish his term. So you know the health house comes up as well. So I don't know, gang. That's I just wanted to pass that on. Again, I'm not being political with it, just saying that that's what showed up when I took a look at the chart and tried to spin it around all kinds of different ways. You know, the other thing, too, about both candidates, uh, astrologers have been covering this quite a bit. None of the candidates have a great chart. So there's not a clear astrological winner in this thing. There's there are challenges in each set of charts. So I, I don't know that the astrology, I mean, I, sure, you could drill down. And I, this was not a drill down, but you could drill down. And maybe some astrologers will be doing that between now and then who are far more competent than I. <laughs> and they could give a lot more insights. But uh, that was just my quick fun astrology look at it. Have a great day. Sorry this went a little long, but I thought it might be interesting to some of you. Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye.